Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Uh, our guest today is a stand-up comedian and writer. It's Fiona Frawley. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Let's introduce you first. Hello. You have a unique topic, a totally seasonally appropriate topic. I was delighted when you picked it. Uh, we've okay. never done like an event before a concept yeah an institution yeah. yes please <laughs> More tell than us what idea. you picked yeah so I've chose the Christmas nativity mm-hmm. as an institution as you say it was mostly because I was having panic attacks trying to like settle on one thing I was mm-hmm. like what if I don't look cool if I pick 101 Dalmatians what if like you know I just was it was troubling me. So I was like, everyone's had a nativity. Let's talk about it. Um, I guess for, just in case anybody hasn't, because I know we actually didn't have oh, yeah. nativity in <laughs> Do <laughs> tell us what the nativity is or what it was for you anyway. So when you're in primary school, um, you put on a play of the nativity, which is basically when Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem to... Uh, have their baby who was actually Jesus Mm -hmm. and um, there was shepherds three wise men visited and there was kind of an angel in the background and a few barnyard animals a few songs a few hits together has a few songs has a few has a few laughs did you have yours in like a school theater or the church no the PE hall whoa we heard ours in the church Okay, Ooh, that's nice. a profile. They must have trusted you as a class. Oh boy, mm. we were we sure were star-studded little gang of <laughs> of nippers. What age were you? I'd say like senior, inf- junior, senior infants. I feel like we were, I feel like we were like a little older. We might have been like third class, you know, like that's huge the church, like yeah. carrying the carrying the festive show. Um, <laughs> more high profile the whole community (laughs) born witness to our theatrics Mm -hmm. did you alan where did you yeah you didn't have one what what's all this about no um heathens of waterford i went to a christian brother school um i guess they didn't trust us i guess like it's a lot easier to corral like a mixed class or a load of five-year-old girls than it is to corral a load of five-year-old boys into like learning lines and doing stuff uh, we did do a Christmas play when we were in sixth class um, called Jack Frost. Oh, very good. Yes, yeah. people wait till the later years and they do a really serious production. Less like, cute though. Yeah, my brother did a Christmas carol. And he oh. was like, Ooh. yeah, it's like the most, like the most successful acting moment in all our family, despite <laughs> the fact that I But um, yeah, it's talked about a lot. But um, yeah, I feel like maybe they're the classes that people have a vision for. They're like, in eight years time, these kids are going to mm-hmm. be lame as, you know? I mean, like I was, I was Jack Frost in Jack Frost. And now Whoa! I host a, right. a, a, a podcast that's been heard of by some people. Oh, so it was your destiny. It was your, was be- it was the beginning, yeah. you know? There are more like Ooh. famous people in that class than me, but, um, but I got the role. So it's what but is Jack Frost again? Jack Frost is about a sunbeam who uh, dosses off and gets fired. And then he uh, traipses around the land for something to do. And a wizard uh, puts him in charge of winter instead. And he becomes Jack Frost. 
origin story. This is yeah, a, this is and amazing. Songs. It's it was good. I remember any of the songs in it now at this stage. Um, I, and we're out here also, telling stories about people giving birth in like stables. Yeah, yeah. maybe our teachers was like a little uh, atheist, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> He's like no, just, he's like no. That Christmas is about like the renewal of solar <laughs> power and energy, and the days lengthening, and winter is important. Um, so we're going to do that instead. Um, so yeah, but so Fiona, who were you in your nativity? I was a snowflake, completely made up. My minions, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think whatever role you are really sets you up. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I my. I do believe in this. I do believe this. Um, like, who were you? Don't tell me you were Mary. I was the narrator, <gasps> that oh. which is the cruelest irony all <laughs> your life, Sarah. All your fucking life, the narrator. And I would have given anything to be the Virgin Mary. No, nope. <laughs> a girl called Charlene Jordan was the Virgin Mary my year, and she was gorgeous. She was absolutely so doughty, and she had blonde hair. Who the fuck has blonde hair in Kilbarrick in the nineties? Charlene Jordan that's who I love you Charlene if you're listening you're not but I love you and I respect you um, oh, I was so jealous but I didn't get to wear a costume I had to stand up on the fucking altar and read out of the book I had to wear my school poxy uniform while everyone else was mincing around in no. details yeah you should get at least like a Joseph style like waistcoat or something uh, the form's not fair I feel like the narrator would have to wear like a black polo neck oh work mm. I wish yeah. <laughs> In speech and drama and stuff, when there'd be the narrator, they'd always have a black polo neck. And it'd be real iconic in the script. They'd be called NAR, like N-A-R. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. (laughs) What did the snowflake have to do? Were you, like, in movement? Were you interacting with Mary Joseph and the baby Jesus Christ? Like, what was the setup like for you guys? Well, like, we were very small. So it was, like, everyone stands. No one moves. I maybe... Uh, Mary and Joseph might have moved but every uh, background character really stayed I think there was like three snowflakes three angels mm-hmm. I mean like the thing about Mary I feel like everyone remembers who was Mary oh. and their yeah and like my mom said this to me which I I wouldn't go as far as this but she's like the school nativity is like when you first realize you aren't special <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but I think it's when you begin to learn your role in the world. Like, I don't think I was upset, but like, I guess I'm like, I'm not that it girl. I'm not Mary. Not like there's, Mary. There's main yeah. characters and it's not you. And it's yeah. fucking, yeah, I'm not. and that's, <laughs> not. that's the first cut is the deepest, right? <laughs> you, know? you don't need to be learned. That's why I'm kind of glad we did when we were older. Cause I don't need to be, I didn't need to be figuring that shit out when I was fucking six years of age, man. That would have mm-hmm. damaged me. That's, yeah. that's like core wound stuff. Like no way. I mean, I think weirdly I was happy enough, but looking back, I'm like, it makes sense that I was that. And then like, so I feel with Mary, like, as you say, she is cute, she's pretty, she's blonde, but I feel like if you, like, I, honestly, okay, all this is going to sound, like, so, like, perverted, but just bear in mind, I was a child at the time, too. So, like, we're all, we're all like, you know, I'm not, like, saying these kids are hot. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so Mary, like, she was cute, but, like, she'd also been good in class. I oh, think. she was, yeah, yeah. Whereas the angels were kind of, like, cool and hot like you know like they were real like <laughs> i don't have to try at school and like you know 
They'd be like, Jesus is coming. Whereas I already know what three plus three is. I'm a cool five year old. <laughs> yeah. I can do sums, whatever. <laughs> it's like in, you know, like Mean Girls when they like say who's who at the table. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, the angels are the Mean Girls, I think. Yeah, like Mary, you can't even be angry at the Mary. No, I she still just, respect it. It's just, still. it's just innate. You're a Mary or you're not. Whereas the angels, you know, you could be an angel if you want to be. You're choosing not to be. They're like mm. a little bit attainable. Yeah, yeah. But, it's a quiet role. You but might the Marys and Josephs, just, some people just have just more charisma than other people, even as five-year-olds. And some of us can't. had a reading level above our age. <laughs> We're obviously... That's like, all they I had to offer. That's because it's a, that's a serious job. Oh, boy. She's Mary scary. doesn't say anything. She just has to, you know, look. What a fucking life. <laughs> right? What a dream. <laughs> Just walk around with a cushion up your top. It's yeah, walk around with a cushion look up your dignified. top. Wearing somebody wearing a bed sheet. Two bed sheets, a white one and a blue one. Yeah, one for the yeah. head, one for the frog. Whatever doll. Gel. But like, okay, that's the interesting thing. So I feel like Mary was always like the the let's say high achiever, good girl, smart girl in the class. Joseph was usually a bit of a dud. Like I don't even remember who Joseph was in mine, but I remember who like say all the wise men were. Mm and you know like who the donkey was but i feel like joseph i feel like they pick someone really pedestrian for that and, and the donkeys aren't kind of the class clown isn't it yeah he's a bit of a like the robin and Erwin was like the guy who could be relied upon to flap across a, a stage and enjoy it and do yeah. it well execute exactly. execute a strong yeah. uh physical comedy in mm -hmm. this context commit not do it half hours when all the parents are there do you know like, yeah exactly yeah well like i'm gonna be shy yeah, so that's weird as well. Like, I don't know why Joseph... Joseph's like an afterthought. I, maybe it's because, like, all the nuns and stuff who were putting this on, like, disregard Joseph in actual... Oh, yeah, because if you start... <laughs> you don't want to ask people asking too many questions about Joseph. You don't want to be too memorable. You're like, like yeah. what did Joseph do? Was he okay with this? They're all like, well, God's the father, so... Yeah, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> we should be careful Ireland still does have blasphemy laws so we should be slightly oh my god I'm so I'm, I've been trying to get excommunicated for fucking years man I'm like adding things onto my list you know how fucking hard it is to get kicked out of the Catholic Church really hard you have to like meet a priest and then meet a bishop you can't just like go online and be like fuck y'all like it's really really difficult to get excommunicated and I've been trying to work out how to do it since the repeal movement because I'm just like oh, yeah. get my name off your list um not that simple you really have to go and have conversations and prove that you've committed a bunch of mortal sins so please be blasphemous here because this is just adding to my proof that i deserve to be released from it used to be church. just a letter you had to send yeah every, used to be everybody, was online. Like, everybody was like wait it's a letter and then you're like no it's not a letter it's not a letter anymore stop it's grand you have to do bad things again yeah but like are we still even involved with them like i'm generalizing us all as people who don't go to mass or like oh they have your they have your name forever buddy is it because, like, because you made your confirmation or whatever? Baptized. Dip you under baptized. the water, yeah. you belong to them. It's so weird that now they're saying you have to do a load of sins, but when you're seven, they're like, you have plenty of sins to confess. Were you like, rude to your mommy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go and sit in this terrifying box and tell the stranger you feel bad about it. Like, well, we had, I don't know if, like, maybe the year I made my uh, confession, maybe it was, like, just the year after some scandal broke because we didn't like do it in a room we had to do it like out in the school hallway wow Did you... no we had to do it in the uh, staff room which is our first oh. time in the staff room which was that's a safe weird 
it's a big room. It was a big grey room with different yeah. chairs that we'd seen before. Traumatizing in a different way. But it was so because the kids who'd been there for ages. It was like, what are you doing? Like, don't yeah, cross yourself up. I just go, oh, I fought my brother. Um, I thought you said, and I won, and I was cooler than yeah. him, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two years older than him. Of course, I beat him. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He got stitches. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. What were your sins? Every- no, I'm joking. No. Um, mine was mine was genuinely. I was just I was rude to my nana. I don't like. I just would sit there in silence until they it was over. Like it was really scary. Like the confession booth was terrifying. And because you're six, what sins have yeah. you done? Unless you're an actual psychopath, you don't have sins. I I think all six year olds are psychopaths. You know, well, yeah. like they just like they're they are wild little machines. I was a nanny. I've seen some shit. Like, and I was you know what? I respect them, and I don't want them to tell me what they did. I want to just let them go and be free range and come back with no broken bones. Um, but that confession booth was really frightening with the little grid and stuff. Like, really, I've still never been in one. Don't I don't recommend oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Don't and then know. what about on the official day? Like, okay. So you have your practice rounds and then you have your the mass that all the family come to. Did you have to go in the booth that of day? Of the confession? Mm, yeah. No. We did our confession in the lead up to the communion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was there anyone else in the church for the first one? I remember we had to like rehearse it in our class in pairs. Yeah. Which I thought was bizarre. And I didn't enjoy. Like one pair, would one person be the priest? Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there. I feel your like little my desk. education was extremely lacking, even though I went to a Christian boarding school. Yeah, that seems very lackadaisical. Something's amiss. Like yeah. ours was so strict. Like you know, with the hymns and stuff, like your breath and like when to really? breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full, full shebang. Like no, for us, as long as you did Amos the leper with enough gusto, you were grand. As long as you just showed some kind of enthusiasm for Amos and, and Levi the tax collector. Did you have loads, Levi the tax collector, did you have loads of nuns in your school, Fiona, or was it just sort yeah. of like... Well, the principal was a nun. Oh, God. And there would have been a few floating around. Where are you on nuns, man? Because I feel like I'm anti-nun. And when people, whenever I say fuck nuns, somebody, in, which I've just done again, <laughs> somebody invariably sends me a message being like, my auntie was a nun. Oh come on! Like, how dare you? And I'm just like, I just send a link to the two and baby home, and I'm like, don't talk to me, peace. You're all complicit. See you later. Like, I really believe that in my heart of hearts, they're all complicit. So like, I don't know. What I say sorry. I'm so mad. So suddenly, <laughs> I mean, it's it's something to be mad about. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any none in my life that would like make me disagree with you. Like, I wouldn't like I'm like have no one that I'd be like, no, they changed my life. Like. You were know, your nuns, like scary nuns or what was the vibe the principal was scary sister yeah. Kathy, she was scary i remember sorry we're going down a different hole now but like um like for my communion do you know when you come in in your dress like the few days oh, later to get like pictures taken your bride dress yes yes <laughs> an issue in itself but uh she was like putting my clip into my hair so like to clip in my little flower crown or whatever and like she's fucking reefing the head off me and like I'd never had her that close to me and it was really like as it was like she was a monster kind of that's some Roald Dahl shit right there mm-hmm. yeah, she was a very Roald Dahl kind of one yeah and then in secondary school okay there was actually quite a nice nun and she was just nice because she had a guide dog so like you, oh yeah yeah you 
Yeah. Like, like she was one of those ones that didn't really work. Like she just kind of hung out and Ho- like holding the place up a little. Yeah. yeah, and like the like troubled kids would get sent to her. So like I was there. Like you, you'd really just have like a chat, and a cup of tea. But um, still, I like I don't know her name or anything. I wouldn't be like not all nuns because like I don't know what she did in the past life. But like she was grand, and her dog was cute. And was your so was your primary school directly like? fed into your secondary school do you find that this the sort of the rituals and ceremonies like nativity kind of included that you ended up doing yeah. in primary school do you think that they did they, in your school did they sort of continue into secondary level or did they loosen up for you a little bit around that like as you got older not really like they were both loretto's and uh. like you would like yeah like there was a lot of masses in secondary school mm. mass class mass yeah. if you played an instrument then you could just get off for a class mass practice whenever you wanted yeah. or like the week before you go, go into Irish go of class mass practice or and then you go off and <laughs> sit and play Radiohead songs in the chapel for you know 40 minutes I will um, say the upside the one upside of having gone to a deeply Catholic school is the presence of a church like my, my primary school was disconnected from my second there were two different areas two different zones yeah. I was the only kid from my primary who went into my secondary I was a little lone wolf and uh, the one upside of the place being not full of nuns, but you know, they're around. Was there yeah. was a chapel, and no one ever mm. went to the chapel. So if you didn't feel like going to Irish, you could just go and hang out in the church on your own, and no one ever looked for you because no one ever went there because it was fucking really scary, really weird, scary room. Like it was, it was really scary. <laughs> so if you just kind of went down and sat in there, no one. And if somebody came in and threw their head around the door and saw like a girl sitting alone in the chapel. <laughs> Maybe like she's going through some stuff. She's going through it. She, mm-hmm. she doesn't just hate Irish. It's fine. Yeah. You know? See, for us, the chapel was where all the like the musicy people hung out because oh. there was a piano there and there was guitars in there as well. So that was where we would like hang out at lunchtime was the chapel and like again like playing like blasphemy like playing like blasphemy yeah, yeah. all right of the band unplugged yeah, yeah. between us and stuff yeah yeah. So speaking of music, like what kind of jams did you guys have in your nativity play? Like what kind, were you guys doing carols? Were you doing like religious songs? Like what kind of songs did you guys use in your rendition of, of like the, the tale of the birth of God? Yeah, there'd be carols and then there'd be like, do you remember like Little Donkey? Oh boy. Mm. That's a good one. On the dusty road. On the dusty road with its heavy load. Yeah, we definitely had that one. And then probably what's one about the star? Like, I don't know, follow that star. I was actually looking at. Oh, there's a following. There is a song about following the star that isn't a hymn, that it's a different one. Not like Star of Wonder, Star of. Oh, wait, actually, that would be in it because we three kings. I don't think that would have been in it when we were that small because that's a bit somber. Yeah, a bit heavy. You know. Uh, And did y'all have a backup choir? Because there was a choir that was separate for us from the nativity itself. Like, there was. No, this was seriously legit. Oh, we did not have that. Like that was just all up <laughs> and hoping for the best. Like I'd say, we sounded like trash. And <laughs> Adorable though. Yeah, our teacher was Miss Travers, and she would just accompany on piano, and we'd all just belt it out and hope for the best. Excellent. But I was actually going to say, I feel like hanging around in the chapel, like with instruments. I feel like that's where like wise man behavior. Oh, like, I, it is. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of alt. Like, you know. Yeah. Because they all have, they're probably the most interesting costumes. And Great gifts too. Weird gifts. Still don't really know what Mirror is. I've learned what Frankenstein says. Mirror yeah. is just like body shop stuff, man. It's just like so... It's just like a lush, a lush set. It's yeah. a lush set. You 
fucking <laughs> reefing a bath bomb at the Virgin Mary. There you go. <laughs> so it's a bath bomb with a fuser and just a voucher, essentially. Which is yeah. all the shit that you want after you just given birth anyway. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I feel like more than once I have brought a new mother a lush bath bomb set in the fucking yeah. voucher, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of like after birth and you can't really. In a stable. Uh, Poor Mary, she was only 14. Jesus. It's kind of like, do you know, when the royals like make them go out like after giving birth five minutes ago and like dress and like get Mm. pictures. Like, it's very that. Like, you'd be like, I'm not really ready for visitors right now. But like, people talk about like Mormon birth practices and different kind of culty birth practices about women not being able to scream during childbirth and stuff like that. Whereas on this end of things, you have like royal family being like, up you get Kate. Yeah. Off you go. Wave a bit the of cameras. Lash on the tights. Yeah, you look fine. Oh. Like, is your uterus falling out? Maybe. <laughs> out <laughs> you go. <laughs> you know? Spanks are 360. Just get out there. Go yeah. on. Like. <laughs> There's no normal birth practice anywhere in the world. They're all like. <laughs> no. no. Like, no one's doing it well. Like, the more normal you try to make it, the weirder it gets. Yeah. And yet, yeah. every yeah. minute of every day. <laughs> somebody is being born (laughs) so you know we're managing it I don't know I feel like there is something all my cynicism and like unbridled rage and unnuanced rage by the way at the Catholic Church I have no nuance for it whatsoever I'm just like I just hate it and I think it's bad across the board right I don't have any like um, gradient for it at all I'm just like no however when you strip all that stuff away like that story is gorgeous you know it is about being provided shelter in a dark time and it is about running away from danger and finding safety you know like yeah. there is something in it I think under underneath all of the kind of camp of it it's <laughs> so camp it's so camp you know it's nice that bit's nice but like the fact that like she's 14 and she's impregnated by like someone from the sky is like a bit dodge mm-hmm. but you know and then she has to marry joseph who's what age is he 30 like you Easily. know more possibly yeah but i agree the shelter bit is nice it's kind of like when jesus did the odd saying thing like do you remember when uh i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> feed people <laughs> When he forgave the sex worker, I guess, and exactly. said she could hang out with him. She was yeah. his bestie. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Mary Mags, come on. Uh, oh, Zacchaeus, he forgave? He Did went he... around forgiving people all the time. I feel like he, didn't he even forgive Judas? Wasn't he like, it's okay, buddy, it's all good. I'd say he had some skeletons of his own. Like, he was Who like, knows? if anyone ever comes for me, let's just remember it. You, you, you. <laughs> I don't disagree yeah. with that man on principle. I think he was probably fucking great. Hung out with a load of freaks, you know? Went around yeah. telling people to be nice to each other. Absolutely fine. Absolutely yeah. fine. His birthday, I would absolutely... Great. I'd love a set. Do you know? I think one thing that the nativity kind of gave me a false impression about, honestly, is the benevolence of farm animals. Sorry. <laughs> I thought that. Then I started saying it. And I was like, you sound like a... Jesus. But farm animals are not... It's a beautiful phrase. Be- like, it rolls off the top. They're not. They're not chill. Cows are terrifying. Have you been near a donkey? Yeah. No, the donkey... A donkey stare ah! when you're like walking past it, you're like, Am I in your like I don't know private zone? Like you I, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
Um, or when there's a pair of donkeys in there staring at you and they stand perfectly uniform and they're like... Giving you the Paddington Bears. The Shining Twins. So donkeys, terrifying. Horses, unspeakable. Don't want to deal with horses ever again. Once I was hiking up in the Wicklow Mountains with my husband having a very chill time in the end of the summer, up the hills, like really lovely, eating blackberries off of bushes, just very peaceful, not bumping into anybody. And we walked into this field on the side of the hill and there were eight white horses just standing around perfectly still. And we were like, oh, did I just die? Did I just die? And is this the first thing that I see on the other side? And we very, very carefully, and they just stood there staring at us. And we very, very carefully just had to sort of tiptoe by them and quickly to get the fuck out of their field because they were um, the largest things I've ever seen in my life and also up at a distance you're like oh seven white horses uh, up close covered in flies like something out of a fucking HP Lovecraft like I like there it was ju- it was very very frightening experience of these horses uh, horses are very very big and I personally don't think I could give birth in the same room as one so more props to Mary tolerating the presence of cows horses donkeys sheep. cows also enormous Oh, my wife used to live um, in this like weird development in the middle of a farm that was like six houses and an artist studio and then a helicopter training school a horse riding school and a dairy farm it was weird but the cows were like right up there and I didn't realise how tall cows are cows are like yeah big six foot yeah easy they're huge big big girls yeah Yeah. there was this Oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say something about helicopters. What I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> helicopters are cool, that was it. Yeah. They are cool, they are mm-hmm. cool. That's such a over <laughs> an area. There, um, my auntie uh, and uncle in Cork are like sheep and cattle farmers. And there was this one cow called, her name's Beauty. And like she'd been, we used to like name the cows when we were younger, like just for a bit of crack. And uh, Beauty had been around, like she'd been around like 10 years or something. And I was down there over lockdown, like we had our whole, like lockdown number three down there. And um, the cow was out the back of the house getting fattened up. And like she was the size of the house. And you like have to feed her. You'd be feeding her like, it's like a hot tub of nuts or oats or whatever like mm-hmm. she and I think she knew like what was happening because like she probably seen like other cows like go before her like through the same like just one cow out the back end of Fandom and when she was meant to uh, be taken to the marsh she escaped <gasps> yeah like I think she really knew she did yeah. get caught eventually but like she went rogue ran away um which is kind of sad Oh, oh yeah, beauty. So good for beauty though. Good honor, yeah. Not eventually, but like for then, yeah. I was like, parity. Well, yeah. So I mean, that's what Mary was up against, and like, not a sheep in there for the amount of shepherds. Yeah, what are you? What are you mm. shepherding? What are you? Yeah. What are you doing? You're, if you're shepherds, if you're shepherds, and you're just like, why are you here? Yeah, where are the sheep? What are you doing? Be at work. Have you got a collie? <laughs> Can I pet him? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, where's he at? Um, but the thing with the shepherds is like they were at work and an angel appeared to them and went there's this cool baby you have to see they were like oh <laughs> word alright let's I go I actually will to be honest that's fair if someone says I, I bumped yeah. into a friend's baby today I met her husband and her baby and her baby has 
uh, her, like the most intelligent eyes I've ever seen on a baby in my life and I was chatting away to my friend's husband and the baby girl was just looking at me out from over under her blanket with the most okay. intense stare I've ever been I've, I'm still kind of shook by it so honestly I probably would drop my job on a farm to go and look at a really cool intense baby <laughs> like I, I would want that experience do you think Jesus was an intense baby or did he radiate like warmth or was he like like looking at two like two salt like two like oh like well, cast like, iron pans and a little baby skull yeah. yeah if you go by what the crib looks like in like, inside my front door he had a halo so mm. it would catch your eye you would go see that no and i'd say the shepherds are like any chance to like get a half day like myself oh yeah it's zero ad there's nothing going on it's not like they're like gonna miss sex in the city or something yeah <laughs> exactly they're like yeah we'll walk <laughs> I can't decide whether I like the idea of like an ultra zen baby Jesus with a halo or like a fucking furious but furious with his destiny Everybody's just so one. on edge when you get in there. They're like, we don't know about this baby. He <laughs> <laughs> is really intense. And Mary's like, I'm just not bonding with him. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's sound. It feels, it feels ageless or something. I don't know what it is. It's really weird. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's like Jesus was never a child. Well, obviously we hear about when he was a baby and then the next time we hear about him, like, you know, tearing up shit in the chapel. Yeah, we had him, what, he, we had him like baby, like 10 or 11 and then 30. What happened when he was 10 or 11? That, isn't that when he did the tables and the moneylenders market? Oh, well, he went going mad. Yeah, when he turned over the table. I think that was him as a child, I think. Yeah. For how yeah. afraid we were of yeah. the Catholic Church, we know surprisingly little about Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know I, mean? I feel like I used to, but... Yeah. But like, you remember the hits. Like, you remember mm. that turning over the tables thing. But I definitely didn't remember that he was that young. Because I always used to think, like, God, that's so out of character for him, like, based on everything else I've heard. Like, you mm. feel like he'd real calmly go up and be like, should you really be bending in here? Yeah, but, I feel like my, my main source of like religious knowledge at this point is Kevin Smith's dogma. I feel I like I know because that I feel like that's one so I should a I should have seen that, and b we should have done yeah. this podcast by now. So Al, Alan Rickman plays um, the the Metahorn, like God's messenger on Earth. Unbelievable. And he says that basically Jesus found out when he was eighteen that he was a son of God, and then it took him twelve years to deal with it, and that's why there's nothing from adult Jesus from eighteen. Oh, because he was 30. processing. Because he was just like. <laughs> Sitting in a lake of what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, it take you about twelve years. That's a fair yeah, point. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a reasonable length of time. Mm. Sorry, that's interesting. That makes sense. Maybe he was taking that time to like tear it up, like in private, before he had to just do one big forgiveness at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's uh, weird. I guess, like, I obviously have no interest in the church either. Like, I'd be happily be excommunicated as well. But like, you just. I don't know. I guess you'd like heard these stories so much and they're a bit gas and yeah. like mm. the whole thing of everything you do like as a Catholic child in Ireland is a bit cringe and a bit like naff but like it just becomes a huge part of like what you reference and mm. like like even your communion like I always think that was the best day ever but like if I had kids like I wouldn't getting them communed no and i was like yeah. should i do it just so they have a bit of crack later in life to look back on and are like oh, ritualized was... humiliation absolutely mm. harmless yeah like, i had, I had like, tiny white shorts and a big blue cardigan 
oh, as my communion outfit. That's very And 80s. a bow tie, I think. Were you like mm. white? I suppose, yeah, yeah, you was, yeah. yeah. A cardigan is fit. You're white, so. Yeah, yeah, I loved my white gloves, man. My little, like, I had really cool little white gloves and an umbrella, which I just. Oh, oh my God, glam. I didn't, yeah, I didn't have gloves. My sister's one was way dressed, community dress was way more modern and gorgeous, but mine was like full 1993, like just satin bollocks. But I really liked my umbrella. We did a lot of um, running around hitting each other with our umbrellas um, in the schoolyard, which was fantastic. It's my main kind of good memory of, of that was just like, you've, you've given me a weapon. <laughs> like, yeah. you fools, what are you doing? You know, a decorative weapon. Yeah, you get to have so much fun. And like you just have this little bag of money. Oh, different uh, times. You get to ride in the front if uh, that was the thing. Of the car, yeah, I was, de- yes, the front seat, very important day. And again, my parents aren't particularly Catholic either, but I feel like it's, and as we've all gotten older and like nobody goes near the church or anything like that now. Um, But I do think they must have gotten a bit of crack out of it as well. I don't really know anybody in my life who has kids who are kind of putting them through the church either. So, no. you know. Maybe they'll be less than the tip. I'm sure they'll all do various wintry plays in their Educate Together schools, which is good. Maybe they'll do the, the, the Jack Frost one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sounds like way more fun, to be honest, and way more child-friendly. I, I remember the name of the songs. It was called The Loneliest Sunbeam. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be a solo song, but the teacher said there was going to be no solo songs, that everything was a choir, like a chorus, which is probably good and probably saved me a lot of embarrassment because I would have had like four oh. solos otherwise. Um, yeah. And like, do you remember being a lot of pressure, like being the lead? Because you're 12, like, so you probably... I remember the audition being a lot of pressure because we had to do it in front of the class, which was very smart on the teacher to make sure we could actually... Hold your nerve. Do lines in front of like, yeah, our peers. So it was downside the last three of us and we just had to say, uh, I'm so lonely, I wish I had some friends. Oh, we that's brutal. It, right? <laughs> oh, and... the violence. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going... Because I was the, the shyest kid in the class. Like, nobody expected me to be there. And I was like, I need to go for this. So the first two lads went and did, and just did in their 12-year-old boy voice, or 11-year-old, whatever. I'm so lonely, I wish I had some friends. And I went, fuck this. I'm so lonely, I wish I had some friends. And, and they went, oh, you prick. Oh, <laughs> and that was it. That was all I needed. Oh, I surprised my- myself with it, though. Because, like, literally, like, in my school reports, they used to say, Alan Shines continues to be a concern. So... I can't imagine what my parents thought when I was like, I, I'm the lead in the play now. Yes, hello. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. So like out of a movie, they're like, "What's Alan doing here? He never." <laughs> <laughs> then you hit it with the inflection. Oh yeah, that inflection. Oh my god! Sorry, school reports also like they're fucking arseholes going on like that, as if that's gonna help your shyness. Like See, we weren't supposed to read them, but we always used to as soon as we got out of the class, we just like rip them open, like and yeah. read them to each other, which obviously is a terrible idea. Terrible, terrible idea. If you're anyway outside of the like standard deviation, then it's just a very, very bad idea if you do that. But um, yeah, everybody was like, like Kevin continue is a con- pleasure in class, and I was like, bet I have that. Nope, no. I'm I'm a concern. Well, yes. way more personal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What? Did, what did Kevin do? Oh, Kevin was a pleasure to be in class. Oh, that's what you said. Or to have in class. Oh, <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> I think we have, we did have one of those, though. Ah, yeah, there's one of those. Yeah, there's one of those, yeah. <laughs> there's the smelly one, the touchy one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I, this is so, like, my, um, when I was in first class, my teacher called my mom in because I was reading 
a break and not playing and like it's suspicious fuck off yeah but like my mom was always like oh my god because i was the first child so she was like i'm mm. so sorry like i'll talk i'm gonna deal with this little nerd all right just don't worry about it <laughs> Get rid of those boys. It was like that scene in the <laughs> where like the dad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they'll go at you for anything. But mm. um, I definitely don't remember like ever auditioning for anything in school. Like the roles were actually when we did Goldilocks, there was the girl in the class who was a really good singer and she was blonde and she was playing Goldilocks, but she never learned the words. <gasps> yeah, she just got by. Too on, like, too close to the sun you know yeah. and me in the choir brown hair by the way would like belt out the lyrics and then i got upgraded to goldilocks <sighs> nice which is honestly the ballsiest thing i've ever done never done anything like that since but like i feel like i need to bring that energy but that's I good stagecraft you, you, like, you, you get one in your up. life and you know? we've yeah. all wasted a month <laughs> primary school plays <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, so I mean, there was a lot happening back then, guys. Hmm. Yeah, but it stands out, the nativity, do you know? And I remember really being, like, there's another school play that I narrated as well. And at the time, I genuinely did just think that is simply because I am reading at a higher level than the other people in the class. And I'm bad at everything else. Please don't, don't assume that I am in any way, like, capable of doing anything other than words. Um, and, uh, now I feel like it's a little bit of that kind of manifest destiny thing. Like I know we were joking about it, but like I narrate everything. Yeah. I, I I professionally narrate now. You like start a spoken word nights. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like what I do all day, every day is now narr- quietly narrate. I narrate into paper. You know, like that's just what I do. So it is a bit. Um, yeah, I think it does shape you a bit for who you are in life. Like by accident, like or just because I will it to like I think it does make you like or it's like not surprising to hear who was what yeah Mm. but that Goldilocks thing doesn't surprise me either because somebody who understands things that work on a stage knows when to step in to support somebody do you know what I mean like a part of it's putting yourself forward and a part of it is being like I mean I was stabbing her in the back yeah but you were saving the show in the process you can do both at once you know I don't know I don't know I feel like that's generous (laughs) <laughs> what, was other, what was the other play you narrated? Uh, I cannot remember. It was in it was in sixth sixth year. I'm probably blocking out a lot of that second end of. I was miserable in, in primary school, so I don't remember what it was. It might have been another Christmas play. It might have been another Christmas play, but I don't. I know that I did a narration at the very end of school, like at, in some sort of a some sort of a play situation. But I don't. I I was in sixth class, and I have no idea what the fuck it was. But I also I do remember like sight reading off a page and for like I remember that there was a situation like that I remember the nativity much more clearly but that second one is a blank absolute wash I did not enjoy primary school at all so there are only little things I can pick out of it that I'm like oh yeah everything else has just gone into the vault <laughs> yeah it was a bit shit like oh, and did you have flashcards or like were you off book uh I had flashcards which I practiced from uh, and hand wrote myself from the sheets so I was kind of half off book which is the story of my life not my quite fully read look up read look up that old chest oh yeah up. you give the audience a kind of an acknowledgement a pause you know you break the fourth wall as narrator yeah just a break little it. bit you know 
like yeah, yeah. but it's still no costume it's still shy crack like you see you still yeah. really dressed up like no tinfoil halos no bleeding wings or anything no just just yeah. go in for those were the best i think again i never got to play an angel so like i've <sighs> been pretty jealous of them because best was... costumes yeah how elaborate was your snowflake costume though mm. um i it was a like my mom was not good at costumes or any of that kind of stuff so i think it was like one of my like a massive white shirt Great. with like some silver tin foil wrapped around as a belt Ooh. and a pair of white tights and like there there used to be a picture of it hanging like in like a collage out in the hallway and um the two other girls who were snowflakes one of them had like a bonnet like that was obviously like made by her mom like real making a fucking show of me like yeah <laughs> yeah well look i feel like it's very unfair to expect every mother of a child to be also a seamstress i know come on they're busy my mom was working she was i lived in my nana a lot when i was a kid and unfortunately my grandmother was a seamstress so um uh. <laughs> but i did not get any opportunities to wear any cool costumes because i always had to be the fucking narrator so it was a total catch <laughs> I'd say she was raging. Yeah, yeah, she was in Panto. So, like, her attic is uh, and was paradise for me. Like, the costumes were, like, astounding, astounding stuff to play with, you know. And she made me a lot of my clothes when I was a child, which, again, in the 90s did not make me as popular or cool as you can imagine. A lot of them were made out of <laughs> curtains. Um, but... Uh, yeah, no, never got the, never got the opportunity. And our school uniform was a grey tracksuit, like, with a tiny emblem over the chest. Like, it was real brutalist. Like, it was not, no fucking plaid skirt, jumper shit, like, none of that. Pure brutalist, characterless, like, ugh. I would never in a million years go back to it, that, those years. Like, never. I've, I have so little fondness for that time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Was yours an all-girls school? No, no, it was mixed. My primary school was mixed. My secondary school was all-girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... mm, I don't think I had that good a time either. But, like, I'd say I just... I don't know. Not to say... Like, it sounds so... Or it sounds real, like... I love books, but, like, I I read, like... And I just Mm. was... Like... uh, Like, do you remember, like, when they playing kind of chasing in the yard and stuff and you just be like i would rather shovel shite than get involved and like have to try to oh see i went to an old boys school so it was basically mandatory soccer at lunchtime like small break and big break they would just pick teams that start every week and you were picked onto a team i was picked last obviously every time but you still have to be there standing in the middle like doing doing the daria like hand Uh leg thing you know you know these things are cool so it's like we do need like we need this stuff to happen for the funny anecdotes hmm. you know purely like, have to have funny. survived it for <laughs> it's pure, like I, in my primary school the girls weren't allowed to play soccer the boys played soccer but the girls had no to way. yeah do skipping uh, yeah. obviously very bad at skipping very bad at anything that isn't reading um, but yeah there was a real weird divide in that yeah see we were all girls so we were all skipping Oh, skip it. Until first class. There was boys till first class and then they... They removed them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's when you... Kids start getting frisky. I don't know. <laughs> What's this all fine, Matt? But um, then I was looking at my little cousins. She's doing the nativity and she's 
I think it's going to be cancelled now anyway. Oh. Real, like, weird new songs. Okay. One about, like, snoring, like, one of the kings snoring. I was like, they wouldn't be at that. Like, they're not staying overnight. They're... <laughs> and then I was like... They're writing in a subplot for the lads. Yeah. I, I really wish I could see it because I'm like... I. I'll have to get someone to film it. But, like, I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, she... Okay, so she's, like, in a really tiny school in West Cork. And there are four people in her class. So, and she's the only girl. So tiny. I think... That's so great. So I don't know if they do... Like, they must mix in, like, a few other classes to do it. But I was like, oh, who's Mary? And she was like, Kiran Neil. Or, like, some boy. Amazing. And, like... Yeah, they're like swapping up all the genders. I was like, is that like deliberate or is there just no one? Is there just no child? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mary, like, because I was like, why didn't they cast you as Mary? She is not a Mary. If you're not right? a Mary, you're not a Mary. You could be an angel Gabriel, I think, like, because she's, mm-hmm. she's got a bit about her. Mm-hmm. Which Mary, I actually don't think does, but yeah, they have some lad. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be his podcast episode in 20 years time. <laughs> I hope so. He's going to get like a good 25,000 likes off that someday. Oh my God. Absolutely he is. Like the next time that you were like, whatever you were in the nativity dictates your life tweet goes around. Yeah. Quote tweet it and get his 25,000. Yeah. And look, that's you're setting a kid up. Fair play to him. Yeah. Like these are your three gifts. Gold, frankincense (laughs) and clout, sir. (laughs) Off you go. (laughs) Oh God. There we go. Fiona, thank you so much. Oh my God, Please plug, you. tell everything, tell people where they can find you. Um, so, uh, I was going to say Cherry, but now it's not on for a while. But when it comes back, uh, like after restrictions or whatever, Cherry Comedy every Monday at Whelan's. And then on like Twitter and Instagram, Fiona Frawl. And, oh, actually... Oh, I don't know if this will be out in time, but I'm like doing a work. Just today, so. Ah! Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing a work in progress thing uh, for like Dublin Fringe next Wednesday, the 15th. I actually forget where it is, but I. uh, But but you'll be there. (laughs) If you care enough, you'll guess. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. Just around the place. You know yourselves. Yeah. The internet. Sarah, what about you? The internet. Uh, same old Al at Grifsky on Twitter at Sarah Grifsky on Instagram my books other words for smoking sperm found parts for in all good bookstores and if you enjoy zines uh, I, I got some very good zine related news recently to that project and if you're interested in getting good mail um, my Patreon is uh, patreon.com forward slash zine club uh, Al what about you? Um, I'm Alan underscore McGuire everywhere Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter, Juvenilia Pod on Instagram. Uh, we have a Patreon where we do bonus episodes. And they're so much fun. They are so much fun. We talk about what we started and finished in the last two weeks. Sometimes we just play each other music off our phones. That's a lot of fun. That happens. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's like a good, we did what, 12, 13 bonus episodes this year? Something oh like that. Oh, there's so much. We had so much. We said fun. we'd do four, we did 12 of them, so that's good. Um, so it's value for money uh, thank you Dee McDonald for our artwork thanks Dee thank you to Tall Tales for having us letting us be part of your family uh, go listen to some other Tall Tales podcasts like Lately with the Media Column which is an excellent documentary series yeah. and besides that we'll be back in two weeks with our Christmas special <gasps> with Andrea Cleary and Fernando Curtis until then bye everybody bye